Obi-Wan has a freaking brother. Is it me? Is it me? <laughs> <laughs> you are my brother, Anakin! But I have another brother! <laughs> <laughs> that was actually really good. Thanks. Uh- 99ers! That's the new theme. Hello, folks. We are back. If you are listening on Spotify, Apple Play, Apple Podcasts, (laughs) please leave a review for us. If you have seen any of our content before and you thought, wow, those two gentlemen are stand-up folks, I would like for you to give us a five-star review. I was going to say rating while I was saying review, (laughs) and that's what happened. If you are watching on YouTube, thank you for watching. Um, Again, if you have seen any of our content. We try to be as funny as we can. That's what we're really trying to do. That's the thing. We're not even trying. Wow. We're just talking. So if you think that we have made a funny joke in the past, perhaps, hit that like button. Comment your favorite time. Smash it. (laughs) Big smash. (laughs) Comment something. It doesn't matter. Just do it. Please. Just love you guys. Don't mention my girlfriend ever again. (laughs) Yeah, David was tore up about that. Anyway, thank you guys for listening, watching, subscribing. If you haven't yet, do it. All the kids are doing it. Here we are, episode seven. <laughs> Is it? I don't know. <laughs> I know that's why you were like, episode, you was, looked at me like, which one is this? It's episode seven. seven. We're, we're, we're on, seven. on seven and I already can't keep track. Doesn't bode well for when we get to 7,000. So last week we talked about Kenobi Nobers. dropping episode one and two. <laughs> that's what they did. That was fun, um, but this was even funner because episode three is out. We watched it, and we're here to discuss. Talking to general you. thoughts. What did you rate the episode? <sighs> You're gonna be mad. Oh. I give it an eight point two out of ten. Eight point two? Yeah. No. Yeah. Dude, I was so excited. So when I watched it, I immediately called you. He had a brain aneurysm. No, I didn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I immediately called Austin was like, dude, what did you think? And this homie goes, I can't tell you. I'll tell you on the podcast. <laughs> so I've been dying to ask Here's him. Here's the problem. Me and David, again, we started this because we have this dialogue already. We're already talking about this stuff every day, so we might as well stick some cameras in front of us with a nice microphone, get Sean Tackler involved, and just hash it out for the interwebs to find and the problem is we talk about this behind closed doors off the mic and we say so much stuff and then we forget to say that same stuff when we actually get behind the mic so i said screw you dude i'm not telling you a dang thing i'll tell you when we sit down so here we are let's do it episode three go boom so you rated it an (laughs) 8.2 8.2 what do you give it ah man so when i first watched it first viewing i was like everybody i know listen that was a 9.5 out of 10. <laughs> but after watching it a second time, I have my gripes. There's some things I didn't like. He's a griper. Um, I would give it a... I gave 1 and 2 an 8 out of 10. I have to give this one an 8.8 out of 10. Yeah. So we meet at 8.5. You did the math. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. So first... One and two, we rated 7.5. 
PG <laughs> out of <laughs> ten. Sean gave it a PG. Um, this one we're giving an eight point five. So mm. headed in the right direction, which I'm excited. I can honestly say, episode three, we're halfway through, and Crazy. I am happy with it. Crazy. I was not like this with Boba Fett. That's true. With Boba Fett, I was like, maybe the next episode I'll like. Right. And then it didn't, yeah, but it did. that'll be uh, a story for another day. I will say, like it is Maz, improving. Maz says. Yeah, I, I, it is improving, and I do like the direction they're headed. There were a couple things about this episode that, like, it just didn't pack the punch I was hoping for. Shut your mouth. <laughs> this was a great episode. It punched me for sure, but it punched me, like, in the upper thorax, and I was hoping for, like, a strong adam's apple punch really take me out <laughs> send me to the hospital <laughs> choke me <laughs> harder <Daddy. laughs> so if there's any kids watching <laughs> Ooh, I just we've never had to <laughs> we've never had to mark our videos as explicit <laughs> yeah, we never yeah. will this is a family channel you kidding me i get my girlfriend on here and she's beep 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 yeah, she's a sailor <laughs> left and right um, but um, so, how does episode three start, David? Schaefer? So, episode three, we got Kenobi and Leia. Kenobi's sitting there thinking about how Anakin's alive. He's thinking about it. He is beat up. Mm, um, he, doesn't he cry out to Qui Gon? He says, "Master Qui Gon, give me strength." And he's nowhere to be found. But honestly, no, I Neeson. see this as uh, the same thing with Ray in episode nine, where she's like, "Be with me." Be with me. They're not with me. All the Jedi, be with me. Oh. I don't I don't hear them. I don't see them. And then when she's in dire need at the end, when he's like, I am all the Sith, and she's like, I'm all the Jedi. And I am all the Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> and I am Iron Man. Um, oh, wait, no. That was the other Disney, Disney series. Moment. Yeah. Um, I think when he's in dire need and like at his weakest moment where he literally might die and I'll, I'll bring this back up later, but I think that's when Qui-Gon's going to come back, um, and yeah. as a force ghost to talk to him. No Qui-Gon. Cause look yet. at Luke. When, when did Obi-Wan appear to him? Luke. Luke. Ben. Hoth. Hoth. When he's dying. When he got whomped by the wampa. Womp mode. Yeah, we'll see what happens. No Qui-Gon yet. Still seems as though Obi-Wan is totally disconnected from the Force. He had his moment with Leia in Episode 2, but Episode 3, he just seems helpless. So let's break it down. How does this, how does this story progress? So he takes Leia to another planet. I don't remember the name of it. Um, um, but this is where he's supposed to... Meet someone right to send our, her back our to fake Alderaan. Jedi buddy. Sent him and said, "This person will be waiting for you. They'll help you. They'll take you the rest of the way." So, uh, Leia is being Leia and asking him stupid questions the whole time. <laughs> I like no, Leia. I I do like Leia. She's growing on me. I think her her character improved a lot in this episode. I think she's so, less too. annoying, and it's they. There's a couple moments between her and Obi Wan that are like really well done and sweet. And uh, he talks about, like, Padme. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of the sequence where they are <laughs> on this transport with stormtroopers, and they're pretending to be farmers from another planet, from Toth. And 
I'm her. Is it Toth? Tall. Dang it, Sean. With the correction. T A W L. Tall. That's where I should have taken notes and I didn't. So they're pretending that they're father and daughter. They're from Tall. They're farmers. And we're just happen to be on this planet because her mother passed away and we've got family here and her family's here and I wanted to bring her back. And yeah, that's what they tell. It's just been really hard on all of us. That's their story. That's their cover story. Right. And we saw. He looks like a Jedi. He's freaking wearing a Jedi robe. Right. We saw a sprinkle of this in uh, the episode before. Where he's looking at Leia, and he says, like, gosh, you remind me of someone I used to know. Right. Hashtag She's Padme. like, oh, were they a Jedi? And he's like, no, but she was a senator, a great senator. He's talking about Padme. Yuppers. He's saying he sees a lot of Padme in her. So we get that sprinkle at the end of episode two. Um, and then, yeah, in episode three, Leia and uh, Obi-Wan are walking through the desert, and the person they're meeting doesn't show up. But before that, we see a glimpse a uh, mirage. Ooh. Obi-Wan sees a Jedi in a cloak in the desert. Hooded figure. Hooded figure turns, and Hooded it's none figure. other than Jonathan Anakin. Stamos. Anakin. Anakin Stamos. Yeah. It's this brief, like, huh? huh? And he looks back and he's gone. Was it a mirage? Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Anakin's not Anakin's baby. Um, But, so yeah, as they're walking through the desert, uh, this transport goes by and Leia's like, oh, I'm sick of walking. I want to ride. So she walks up and everyone's like, stop it. You can't trust people. Like, what are you doing? And she's like, no, it's fine. So we get introduced to Freck. Um, Freck. Freck is played by the guy from Scrubs, Zach Braff. Yes. Um, but honestly, just right off the get with Freck, I like him. He reminds <laughs> me of every uh, bus driver I've ever had. <laughs> he just has that warm, cuddly vibe. Well, what are you guys doing like, out here? <laughs> honestly, if it wasn't Zach Braff, I would have hoped for John Goodman. Just like, nice. I want Pacha, you know? Mm. I want Sully. Yeah. Opening that that door to the bus. Speaking and of Pacha, Emperor's New Groove. One of the most underrated Disney animated films of all time. Yeah. Kronk is top. Put your hands in the air. <laughs> it's your birthday. <laughs> Kronk is a top five character. For I'm sure. not talking Disney animated. I'm talking all characters ever made. Kronk. Yeah. And then Kronk's New Groove. Kronk's That's new a groove. great movie, too. Great. Low budget, but great. <laughs> so anyway, keep going. Anyway, so John Goodman. No, no. Zach Braff voices Freck. Uh, Freck looks like a mole. Like an actual mole. He's a mole man. Mole man. And uh, Leia's like, oh, I don't want to walk anymore, so I'm going <laughs> to hop on this transport. Kenobi's like, no, we just need direction. And he's like, no, hop on. So Leia's like, yeah, I'm going to do that. So Leia hops on. There's this little uh, moment where Kenobi sees there's an Empire flag on this transport. Yep, yep. So this guy's like Team Empire. Yep. Um, but Leia is great about playing along. She's like, we love the Empire. And he's like, yeah, it's nice to have some order, you know? And it's like Leia is like, what's great about her in this episode is she just like, she goes with it. She plays along and she understands like, Oh, I need to be Obi-Wan's daughter right, right now. I need to pretend like my mother passed away. I need to be even, really sad. Even better so than Obi-Wan. Yeah. 
because a bunch of clone troopers walk up and Freck is like, yo, Not why don't you troopers. hop on? Stormtroopers, David. Oh, my bad. My bad. It's fine. I'm not I'm that Johnny angry. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Get in here, Sean. I messed up. Okay. Stormtroopers. Everybody, everybody Sorry. has those days. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has those days. Uh, As Selena Gomez said. Well, in the episode before, we saw a clone trooper, so it's a little confusing. It's fine. Stormtroopers, they need a ride. Freck is like, hop on. And Obi-Wan's like, yo, shoot. And they hop on. They're like, we're looking for a Jedi. Have you seen one? <laughs> and uh, he's like, no, nah, I don't even know where to look. But he is the guy. So it's funny. He is Jedi. It's a funny moment. Everybody's laughing. Um, but, yeah, they're asking him questions like, what are you doing out here? Like, yeah. Oh, just visiting family and... Um, he's like me and Luma are visiting family, and yep. He's like it's a long story, and the guy's like, "Well, it's a long ride, so tell me." And Obi Wan kind of stumbles, and he's like, he looks at Leia, and rather than calling her Luma, he calls her Leia. And the stormtrooper's like, "Wait a minute, you called her Leia? <laughs> he was so intense. You said her name was Luma. <laughs> oh." Yeah, sorry, that was her mom's name. And he gets her mother's name was Leia. It's, he pulls a sneaky, sneaky on him. It's been a difficult time for us. It's we're struggling. So plays anyway. off beautifully. Um, but he has this. That was the moment between him and Leia where he says, "Like I look at her sometimes, and she reminds me of her." And right. they kind of get through that, and the stormtroopers end up getting off the freighter, and that's when Leia looks at him and says, "You knew my mother, didn't you?" And it's like, oh. Right in the field. And then she says, are you my real father? Yeah. And he looks at her and says, I wish that were true. Obi-Wan, you dog. (laughs) (laughs) Obi-Wan wanted Padme straight up. And it came out. Are you my real father? I wish that were true. Shoddy, I (laughs) wish. You brought him here to kill me. (laughs) He's with you. (laughs) No. Little did you know, <laughs> Obi Wan did wonders. Um, no, so I thought that was kind of funny, but he's like, "No, I'm not your real dad." But um, so yeah, they get through this. Freck brings them up to a like a security checkpoint, check, yeah, um, where there's more stormtroopers. There's like a gate they need to pass through, mm-hmm. and Obi Wan's like, "Oh shoot!" He's like, "Hang on, let us off here." And Freck is like, no. Uh, this is just a... He's like, no, it's just standard procedure. It'll be okay. So Obi-Wan's like, oh, shoot. Yeah. So they get up to the gate, and Freck hops out, and he's like, what up, stormy troopers? Stormy boys! <laughs> he doesn't say that, but... Um, <laughs> he he whispers to them, you might want to check out these guys that I brought. Yeah. Because... I've got some stowaways that I thought you might want to check out. So they do a... Uh, Shoot. <laughs> this is no this before this happens we see reva talking with vader and then talking with the inquisitors which that's our first vader moment flashback to that we didn't even talk about that uh and they send out all the probe droids because they know that obi-wan is probably on one of these five planets you know we know what freighter he got on we know that he may have gone, you know, they looked at the manifest of the freighter and they said he's on one of these four or five planets. So we're going to send out these probe droids, every probe droid we have, and uh, we'll see where he's at. Yeah. And Vader mentions how 
or she tells him Kenobi killed the Grand Inquisitor. Yeah, that's and, the story. And he's like, I don't really care about the Grand Inquisitor. Right. All that matters now is Kenobi. Right. And, and we see Vader's castle, Vader's throne room, on Mustafar. Dude is sitting. How? How did you feel about him? Like the the first look. Did you have any thoughts? See, this is this is kind of the overall theme of this episode. Why I gave it an eight point two. I want a more like men menacing Vader. He is the all time most well known villain ever. Yeah. So if you're gonna bring the most well known villain into the fold on this episode, there is so much weight that is carried with that that you better freaking make it count and like every scene every dialogue piece it needs to live up to the vader hype um so they brought back the voice they brought james earl jones back yeah which was perfect um which i don't know if it's actually him they might it might just be computer is it ai that's disappointing which no i think it sounds amazing i think it's great I'm not upset with. I that. want him in the suit. But I, I've been seeing a lot of, <laughs> <laughs> I've been seeing a lot of crap on Vader, where everyone's like, he looks, he looks awful. Let's throw some poop at him. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I could see that. It looks a little different. It, it, it's just like. Does it, it look like a TV show? It versus feels a movie? like a notch lower than the movies. It doesn't feel like a TV show, but it feels like a notch lower than the yeah. movies. I keep hearing people are like. This feels more like a fan-made movie, or like someone, some fan made this. Sure. It's not legit. Sure, that's what I keep hearing, and I, I can't really disagree. It could just be the lighting. It could because if you think about like episode three, Revenge of the Sith, when Anakin gets that face mask put on him for the first time, the Vader mask, that is shot in a way where his suit has never looked better than that moment. Right, because it's super crisp. It's a brand new suit, but it like that is like peak Vader aesthetic i do feel like this is a notch lower but i will say this i was impressed with his castle we've seen his castle in the comics we have yet to see it live action his castle is baller no we saw it in rogue one. Oh, that's true we did yeah. see it very briefly in rogue one i want more vader's castle but the dude is sitting on an obsidian throne fun fact why let me ask you why is his castle on mustafar because it rem- it's his greatest failure and it's where he can sit in his anger and his despair and his hatred of Obi-Wan. Every day he sits there and thinks about how much he hates Obi-Wan for what happened and how he will never let that happen again. Right. That's where he taps into his power yeah. is through anger. Right. And what better way to do that than have where you failed right in right. front of you. Um, it also makes sense that his throne is obsidian because he's on a lava planet. And anybody who's ever played Minecraft knows you get obsidian by mining some fucking watered larva. So anyway, right. that's all I have. And to if say. you do a four by six and light it up, you're going, shoddy. Through. You're going to the netherworld. Never, <laughs> shoddy. Uh, so anyway, so the, the probe droids get sent out. Vader says to Reva, um. He mentioned something about like her beef. He knows her uh what's the word? Her real motives intentions, or something. Yeah, her motives. He knows her intentions and he knows her history or something. He he there's a small bit, I can't remember it. Right. But he says, um, but all that matters now is Kenobi. Um, right. fail me and you won't live to regret it. Right. 
See, this is where I was really upset. Last episode I talked about, I was really upset that Reva knew that he was Anakin. I'm guessing they are going to explain that because that was a big deal. And, uh, you know, we talked about how Order 66 happened. There was that brief scene where clearly it was probably most likely a young Reva uh, as a Padawan. So the question is, was she there? Excuse me. Yep. Okay, Sing reset. your song. <laughs> <laughs> was she there? Did she see Anakin executing Order 66? Was she recruited by Anakin to be an Inquisitor? Did she show promise at the Jedi Temple where then she was recruited by Anakin? Because otherwise, how does she know that Darth Vader is Anakin? Yeah, but my thing with that is, like, how do you, how do you have these people going around killing Jedi but taking certain Jedi to be your Inquisitors. Yeah. Where's the line where it's like, I'm going to kill these kids, but you? Yeah, you want to help me? Like, where's the, how do you differentiate right. which ones you're going to kill versus which one? It's a good so question. Like unless the, she turns on her fellow, unless she joins in without him even asking. I think he would say thanks she and then kill her. <laughs> um, yeah, that would be a Vader move. No, I think, honestly, maybe she runs to the uh, the library where they keep all that stuff, mm -hmm. the holocron. And yeah. Maybe she runs there and hides, and she sees on, like, the security of um, of Anakin bowing down to the Emperor. No, wait. That's before. I lied. That happens before he goes to the temple. But maybe she sees a right. recording. Right, but that's of, what that's what Obi-Wan and Yoda see later. Right. So maybe, maybe she saw that. Maybe. Um, that would be a cool tidbit. I think that would be the most, like, the easiest and then uh, grogu is scurrying in the background because they got to get him in there somewhere what right. happens to grogu what what's the next piece what's the puzzle tell me what happened to grogu for the love of god i can't wait any longer it was the librarian that helped her maybe i don't know i i'll get a theory on this get a theory on it um ethereum get ethereum on it it's cheap right now <laughs> <laughs> i'm down a lot <laughs> crypto bro um, anywho, so they send out the probes. We see this Reva Darth Vader dynamic. Uh, fifth brother is not happy about Reva. I liked that leading the show on this Kenobi search. He wants to be the next in line. Yeah, and he tells she her says, what to do, and she's like, "Well, I just talked to Vader, and he wants me to do this." So. Darth Vader told me to do but this, but he like, and he's like, he just forces her. He like, just like takes over. You, uh, you talk to Vader. <laughs> like, they're <laughs> all trying to be Vader's. Next in line. Right. It's kind of funny. We yeah, all are. I like really. that scene where he just, like, makes her bow down to him. Yeah. Get yoinked. He's like, yo, know your place. And he really didn't show much force sensitivity up to that point. I didn't even know if he no, was he's, force sensitive. he's the Inquisitor in Rebels. Yeah, but, I, like, within this show, he had not done anything that was like, dang, he's powerful. Right. He was kind of the guy that's like, hey, let's take it easy, man. Right. Like, he, he was the voice well, of reason. There, there was more to their plan. It wasn't like they're right. like not trying to hurt anyone. Right. Uh, but the again, the power struggle continues between the Inquisitors. Nobody likes each other. <laughs> they're they're working together, but they hate each other. Um, so we see this probe is on the planet. They're doing a security check, and they make Kenobi get off the freighter, and the probe droid comes up and they say, "Lift up your head," and he won't. Lift up your head. So we lift up his head. You see the probe droid scans Obi Wan's face. And that's when it's like Ish yeah. is about to. And it get does real. a full scan. Oh, it scanned him. It scans Obi Wan's face. And the Imperial droid knows that that's Obi Wan Kenobi, and Kenobi pulls out a pistol and kablamos it. Boom. And then pew pew, a pew pew, 
Oh, pew, pew. He starts pewing people. Yep. He go. He doesn't miss. The dude's a god. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's a god with the pistol. No, really. He doesn't miss a shot. That's how he took out Greavy. And then he turns around, and a stormtrooper's Galilea. Oh, you son. Now, in, in the, I love this scene because... I don't know why this is in my hand. Hold it. <laughs> I love this scene because in every movie, when you see this hostage situation... Right. We're like, I've got a gun to their head. It's like, just shoot them and hit your shot. <laughs> like, please. Right. Enough of this dramatic, like, whatever. So I love that he's like, okay, okay, okay. Like, just... And he, as he's going down, he just, like, he shoots him. Yeah. Like, from the ground, he, like, takes a, a low angle and nicks him. <laughs> nicks him in the shoulder. And the guy... Shoulder nicks. Um, and, uh, yeah. I like that scene. Took them all out. And then did he just punch Freck? Yeah, he knocks Freck out. <laughs> he just hits him in the in like the back of the head. And Freck just like slowly falls over. <laughs> but before that, we see a stormtrooper from up top get shot and he falls onto the energy beam gate and he gets sliced yeah, in half. Yeah, sliced in half. That's Obi-Wan's special, slicing people in half. Yeah. It's just so, a classic uh, Ober Kenober move. So at this point, the Empire knows Obi-Wan yeah. is... That's Obi-Wan. Yeah. He like, says, that thing scanned me. Yeah. Like, that thing knows. So now it is, they are full sending. Yeah. But as they're walking, another transport of stormtroopers pulls up. Shiz. And there's like four, and Obi-Wan like, oh, shoot, I can't do this. Obi-Wan surrenders. And he puts his head down as if they're about to execute him. Right. And obviously, they're not going to execute him. It's episode three, not episode six. Um, and you know he, <laughs> and lives. he lives. And he lives to die <laughs> in episode he four. He lives to die. <laughs> and uh, yeah. um, so anyway, this um, this officer, Imperial officer, yep. walks out with the stormtroopers. Clearly high-ranking. She's wearing the high-ranking Imperial officer garb. Yeah. She's got her pins. Pinned um, up on a Wednesday. And she just parallel General Hux. Shoots the stormtroopers in the back. As soon as you think it's done, though, for Obi Wan, yeah. She so that parallel him. is General Hux has the stormtroopers, the first order troopers, mm. gonna shoot Finn, Poe, and Chewie, and then Hux kills them from behind. It's the same thing. She's a spy. He was. I'm the spy. <laughs> um, Hux mode. Yeah. So she's a spy, and she takes them to a safe house, and she explains to them. You know, you're not the first Jedi to come through here. And basically, the safe house is in some droid building. Mm -hmm. And this droid is a loader droid. So mm -hmm. he doesn't talk. He just works. He kind of looks like a beefed up K2SO. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Like a much stronger version. Right. Um, so, yeah, Leia's trying to talk to him. And they, they, they have this weird scene. And here's the thing about Star Wars and what I'm learning, like just in movies, I take everything as intentional. Mm -hmm. Nothing, yeah. nothing goes under the radar. Sprinkle method. Everything that happens, I'm dissecting. Like, yeah. why did they say that? It could have been a stupid little conversation. So, yeah. I want to get back to that later. Get back to it later. Just to recap the episode first. This droid doesn't talk. He's a loader droid. He's big. He can move heavy things. He brings them into the back of this place. It's a safe house, and this uh, spy in the Empire explains to them that she has Jedi come through there all the time. She's trying to set up safe houses throughout the galaxy, 
and Obi-Wan's like looking at all these writings on the wall and he's reading one and he goes, oh, Quinlan. Now Quinlan is a Jedi. Mm-hmm. He has his own story. Um, I talked about Ventress a little bit mm-hmm. in the last episode, but he actually in books, which I don't know if they consider canon anymore. Those are be, the legends. Yeah. Might be legends now. Yep. He, um, he gets together with Ventress. They start dating. And he turns Ventress back to the good side. And I think she turns him to the dark side at some point. I, think so. I don't know. I don't really. I didn't read the book. So, But Quinlan is a background character in Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. Um, in the Clone Wars, he has some episodes with Obi-Wan. Yep. And they don't really see eye to eye. No. Um, but I think it's funny because in this show, in episode like two. Two. Yeah. yeah um, Austin mentioned... Uh, like, what other Jedi could be alive during Obi-Wan? And I straight up said Quinlan Voss. Sure did. That was the one name I said. Bingo bongo. And boom. I hit the hammer on the head. Are you paying attention to the internet? Nail. We know things. We know things. We're predictors. So I thought that was pretty cool. Most that of the time. I almost spoke that into existence. So Quinlan reminds me of Tarzan. Yeah, he kind of looks like Tarzan. Kind of looks like Tarzan. Um, but yeah, I thought that was cool. So we might see Quinlan. In later episodes, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Um, but they're in the safe house. They're getting ready to make their journey back to Alderaan. And the spy, the Empire spy, Imperial officer spy. I don't know her name. I wish I did because I don't want to have to say that every time. Shoddy. We'll call her Shoddy. Shoddy. So Shoddy opens up this secret passage and says, okay, let's go through this tunnel. And as she's saying this, this is my favorite part of the whole episode. Obi-Wan like stumbles like to the back of the room and like everyone's like what what is it and he's just like like something has like overcome him right like when for me it's usually like an hour and a half after I eat Chipotle (laughs) I get that moment where I'm like so like right now I've been eating beans (laughs) we ate Chipotle about an hour and a half ago um no he has this moment where he's like and, like, I knew in that moment Vader's there. Like, yeah. they just connected in the Force. He knew. He can sense his like, presence. And I was like, oh, shoot. Even though he's disconnected from the Force, he can sense his presence. Yeah. That's a presence. Which I think he's getting back into the Force. Yeah, I think that moment where he saved Leia was a, where he... It was a, a rekindling of a fire, but there is no flame yet. Right. And that is an analogy that you can take to the bank. The banking clan <laughs> will sign your treaty. If you don't know anything about the banking clan, that's Clone Wars content, too. But that line is from episode three. Yeah. Anywho. Um, so, anyway, Vader shows up at this village. Yeah. And all the Inquisitors hop in line, and they drop their head because Vader, Daddy is there. Vader, Vader is here. Vader walks this, around the corner. This is it. This is the moment we've been waiting for. You hear his breathing, mm. then you see his shadow, mm. and then you see him walking. You see his lightsaber is facing down, hot on his belt, hip, <laughs> on his hip, and Obi Wan is terrified, and that you boy. feel it. You feel his fear. He is shooketh. Ewan, Ewan, Ewan McGregor, you, <laughs> you, sells it. He does a really good job. Yeah, you was... feel his fear. You do. He's afraid. Um, so Vader's walking through this village and Vader stops 
and he force chokes this guy out the window for no freaking literally, reason. <laughs> literally no reason at all. Just force chokes this guy out the window. Just to set the tone. And while this guy's being choked, his son runs out of the house. He's a little kid. And he's like, Dad. And Vader just snaps the kid's neck. Dude. Force pushes him into the wall and snaps his neck. Vader. So two people dead. Vader keeps walking. As he's walking, he drags this other chick by her throat Some in the sand from behind. Wench. This is peak Vader. This is the Vader I have always wanted to see. Other than Rogue One in right. that hallway, the hallway scene of Rogue right. One. Other than that, this Vader... Is, this is the Vader from the comics. This is epic Vader. This is the most powerful Vader. This is everything I wanted. Just take no prisoners. I don't care what village I'm in. I'm going to mess people up. Right. So he kills three people, and I, I love it. This, he's, he's drawing out Kenobi. This sense of horror. Yeah, that's what he's doing. Yeah. He's drawing out Kenobi, and uh, basically he can sense Kenobi. Kenobi starts to run. He tells Leia in the shoddy to run down the secret passage and just go. He's going to draw them away. Yeah. Um, so Obi-Wan runs out. Vader can sense him. Obi-Wan's terrified, so he's running, and Vader catches up to him, and we start to get some 1v1 action. This is it. Um, I think it, I love it, because he runs away like three or four times. Kenobi is scared. And like the third or fourth time he runs away, there's like a part where, you know Vader's breathing. Is that it? But there's, a, yeah, I don't know. There's a part where, like, Obi-Wan runs away, and it's at the perfect time when Vader's exhaling. So it sounds like he's like... (sighs) (laughs) It's, like, really funny, actually, if you wait for it. It's like, ah, you're running again. Obi-Wan knows I am not ready for this. I'm not mentally, physically prepared for this. I'm not connected to the Force. And he gonna get me. I'm just gonna run. Right. (laughs) He looks helpless. So, yeah, Vader catches up, and... In one moment, while Obi-Wan's fighting, he tries to take a swing at him. Obi-Wan ignites his lightsaber for the first time. Blue boy. Well, and just before that, he ignites his lightsaber in like a mad, like, <laughs> Oh, that, that's true. Um, yeah, he ignites his lightsaber, and they start fighting. And Obi-Wan is fighting with all of his strength. I noticed he's not fighting the way he normally fights, like this. Mm-hmm. When Vader's using one hand to fight him. Yep. And Obi-Wan is holding his lightsaber like this. Holding his lightsaber as hard as he can. Yep. Against Vader's one-handed strike. That's how Vader fights. It's kind of this arrogant, arms, one arm swinging, I'm going to overpower you, and there's nothing you can do about it. Um, so, yeah, this fight leads them... Uh, they fight for a little bit. It's I loved it. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the best part of the whole episode, which I already said the best part was Obi-Wan feeling his presence, but the actual best part is after playing with Obi-Wan for a little bit, he's like, all right, that's enough. He forces this barrel of flammable stuff onto the ground. Mm-hmm. Um he grabs Obi-Wan with the Force, and Obi-Wan can't defend himself. Mm-hmm. Obi-Wan is tossed like a rag doll. Obi-Wan drops his lightsaber. Vader got him. While Vader's holding him, he ignites this material on the ground with his lightsaber. Yep. 
everything goes up in flames, and he just drags Obi-Wan through the fire. Yep. Just just like what Obi-Wan did to him. The, yep. the parallel there is amazing the way they do it. Obi-Wan is screaming the exact same way yep. Anakin is screaming in Revenge of the Sith. It is such a beautiful. That is Star Wars poetry. Yeah, that is why I love Star Wars. That's a that full, is a top five moment for me. <laughs> full circle moment of like the if I imagine, you know, back before they announced the show was gonna happen, it's like if I imagine Vader got Obi Wan, that's exactly what he's gonna do to him. Right, he's gonna make him suffer the same way he did. Right, he's gonna ignite that homie and he's gonna drag him through lava if he can. If not lava, he's gonna drag him through fire. Right. And he said, I can't remember exactly the what he said. fire in the flames we carry on. Oh, my gosh. If any of you know how to play fire in the flames on expert, send me a DM with a video. And I'll give you a thumbs up. So after having his way with Obi-Wan for a little while, there are some things that are happening. Um, Reva. Reva. Somehow knows to check out this building where the safe house is because yeah. she's super powerful and can do anything she wants um <laughs> and she sees the droid walk out of the building this the i don't remember what his name was beefed up k2 i want to say it's like neff we'll look it up i could be so wrong Sean, but look it up. he's not gonna I um yeah, i want to say it's like neff something like that lola was the little one but yeah, she sees this beefcake droid walk out the building, and she has a moment where she feels like something's off, so she goes to check it out. All the while, Leia tells Shoddy, Empire officer chick, to go help Obi-Wan, and she can run to uh, the pilot that's supposed to take them away. She can handle it herself. Um, so Shoddy goes to help obi-wan see that's what was confusing me though because at that point reva was right on their tail i thought leia was telling her go slow down the inquisitor like i figured they could help they could hear that the inquisitor was coming behind them because they're in a tunnel and what they did not do a good job of and this was part of the reason i didn't rate it super high they did not make it clear that this tunnel clearly has multiple paths right because you as far as you're concerned it's just a straight tunnel one-way road so I'm thinking, okay, she's going to go back to slow down the Inquisitor so Leia can get away. No. She goes to help Obi-Wan somehow. So clearly there's a separate path in this tunnel. And then somehow at the end of the episode, you find out Reva got in front of Leia, killed the person that she was supposed to meet, and then at the very end of the episode, takes Leia. Right. It's like, but Reva how the heck did Reva get in front of her? Reva has a moment in the safe house, though, where she sees the Jedi Order symbol. True. And in her face, she looks sad. Yeah. I've heard theories. Bring them. That she, she could be a spy for the <gasps> Jedi. And she's playing both sides right uh. now. See, I thought it was more just like kind of along the same lines of Anakin. Where they're still good in her. Yeah, I think that's what it is. And there's going to be a redemption arc with her. Maybe. Um, maybe she comes full circle and she gets redeemed. And then her and the Grand Inquisitor have a show off and he kills her. Uh, but just before that, she does something to maybe save Obi-Wan or something where she has this redemption. Because she clearly, uh, like you said, she had a look in her eye during that scene where she was not, 
you know there was a connection there there was something there in the past where right. she was working through something mentally um, um i but back to so that's what's going on in that side of the story but back to vader and obi-wan the dialogue is amazing too yeah where obi-wan looks at vader and says like what have you become yeah and vader just tells him what you made me right like vader is going piss mode right now he's peeing and you know what i say that and i don't i don't think he did i think vader is actually just toying with obi-wan i don't think he's actually going hard and that's part of the reason he does tell him um this is just the beginning like you will suffer yeah this is just the beginning of your suffering right so vader's not just gonna kill him vader wants him to bleed and which (sighs) just adds so much more how do you not like emily how do you not like (laughs) obi-wan like straight up the dude lost his girlfriend dude dude lost his girlfriend because maul wanted him to suffer right maul didn't want to kill him maul could have killed him and he didn't he didn't maul kills his girl in front of him so Savage. Anakin takes the same approach, and he's like, I don't want to kill you, but I do want to make you suffer. You're going to suffer. It's like, poor Obi-Wan, Dude, man. He's just been through it. dragged through the fire and the flames. See, that was part... See, I'm really hoping... I'm really hoping that this was not OP Vader. And that's why I didn't rate it super high, because, like... Him snapping that dude's neck. <laughs> like, that what? was amazing, dude. That was crazy. I loved that. And that was a great, like, okay, sweet. You are setting the tone for Vader just doesn't give a flying H. But he is on a mission. He didn't go full-blown on Obi-Wan. And I think you're right. I think he's toying with him. Because at the very end, the shoddy. Well, so I want to get into that. So Okay, go ahead. I'll stop. Out. So I'm sorry. <laughs> well, no, I want to recap and then talk about it. Five, 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 so <laughs> basically, after yoinking him through the fire, stormtroopers show up, and he tells the stormtroopers he puts out the fire with the force, mm. and he tells the stormtroopers, "Okay, bring him to me." Yeah. So he's got Vader has more plans for Obi Wan. He wants to make him suffer in other ways. Um, but while this is happening, Shoddy X. Ex- like the empire uh officer spy chick they know who shoddy is at this point she perches up on the high ground in the (gasps) sand hg and while the stormtrooper goes to get obi-wan she shoots the stormtrooper and then she shoots that barrel of explosive stuff and it blows everything up and there's the fire reignites right and while the fire reignites vader is just standing there on one side of the fire watching as obi-wan as you see, the uh, the beefcake boy. Beefy. Beefy boy. Loader droid. Who's been eating his protein. Loader droid. Loader droid walks up and picks up Obi-Wan and picks up his lightsaber and carries Obi-Wan away. And Vader just watches this happen. Um, I didn't like that scene. So that's what I want to talk to you about. Why? Vader is ultra powerful Vader. He did whatever the heck he wanted with Obi-Wan right there. Why the heck did he just let him? Literally five seconds before this, Vader put out the fire with the Force. Right. Why doesn't he just do that again? Why doesn't he just walk through the fire? His suit is capable of walking through lava. That's literally what his suit can do. And yeah, and I, I look or I, jump over it or yeah. like we force know, pull him to we you. We know or, from Battlefront Two that Vader has a levitating jump. <laughs> yeah, the video game. Um, that annoyed me. Because I think back to Clone Wars Season 7 
where Anakin is on that, he's having that battle, and there's that commanding droid a thousand yards away yeah. from him on the bridge, and he yoinks him with the force and pulls him a thousand meters towards him yeah. and kills him with his lightsaber. That's the same Anakin. That's like the one of the first episodes of season seven. It's one of the best moments. Yeah. Because it's like, that is what Anakin is capable of. Right. Why did Vader watch him? So, when I don't like something, like, in my head, I'm thinking, how, where are they going with this? How can this make me happy? <laughs> how can this, like, like, I need a revelation. So, yeah. in my head, I come up with theories. This is what I've got. In episode one, it ends... Uh, Sorry, episode two, it ends. Episode three picks up right where episode two ended. I think at the end of episode three, it ends right right there where the droid helps him get away. Um, and Reva's got Leia. But I think episode four is going to start literally with Vader in front of the fire. And Vader could still go after him. Mm. That's one possibility. Two, now this is my intense. I've had a lot of time to dissect this and think about this. So remember back when I said everything's intentional about how they had this weird moment with the droid where they're like, oh, he doesn't talk. Yeah. But he's like super beefy. And Ned B is his name. I've Ned, been looking it up. Not Neff. It's Ned. Ned B. Okay. So Ned. Um, there's a moment with Ned where stormtroopers walk into the building and Ned grabs a hammer and keeps it behind his back. Yeah. Now, have you ever seen C-3PO think to like be secret with a weapon and right there's a weird human-like aspect to this droid ned b and they made it very clear over and over again he does not talk he doesn't talk now let me ask you what what voice could ned have that they would be trying to hide that they were trying to be keep secret what's a voice that everybody in the galaxy might know the clones, right? Mm. What if it's Rex? And what if in that moment when Vader saw that droid, he sensed Rex, and it was this moment of a ton of moving parts coming together where some chick from the high ground just saved Obi-Wan. He's like triggered. The fire in front of him <laughs> triggering him because right, right. he just saw what Obi-Wan did to him. He's having right. a memory flash, you know. And then... Rex in this costume in this outfit shoot this droid to protect him that he right doesn't talk because if he talked everyone would recognize the clone voice yeah but then he could be any clone but that's why I'm saying Rex because it made Vader stop and not pursue Obi-Wan sure that's a theory or <laughs> and I'm going to say this just for Noah Terry what if Mace Windu is in that <laughs> droid <laughs> <laughs> and he's alive <laughs> and he saves him <laughs> or it's Maybe. Quinlan Quinlan Voss could be in that droid who knows something is going on with that droid I think I think Rex is in that droid that is my theory that would be crazy I think that'd be so cool and by that would be crazy I mean I don't think you're right but that would be crazy no, I think that'd be so cool dude so that was that is why I gave it an 8.2 that end sequence where it's like if Vader, if Vader spent 10 years looking for Obi Kenobi, he is this close from having him. And all that's separating him is some fire. I know that Vader is capable of Battlefront 2 levitating over that fire or Clone Wars 7-7 yoinking 
Kenobi right through the fire. So why does he stop? Is it because there's... I think he's just playing with him. He's either playing with him. Is there a sliver of Anakin that's no. saying stop? No, there's no way. <laughs> there is no way Anakin, Anakin is gone. Yeah, at this There point. is no ounce of Vader that's like, well, that's my master. My old master. No, this dude's on Mustafar every day. True. Living in his rage. On his obsidian throne like a ball. Anakin's gone at this point. Vader is ultra-powerful Vader. He did snap a boy's neck. He's got a thing for younglings. Nope. <laughs> Don't like that. <laughs> Them kids. <laughs> um, we're halfway through Obi-Wan. We have not seen Qui-Gon. There has been no mention of Satine. Um, I don't think they're going to go into Satine. Are we going to see Quinlan? Uh, I don't think we will. I don't think so. I, I think, think that Easter egg. Through. I think that Easter egg was all we're going to get. Yeah. Uh, what episode do we see Qui-Gon? Your prediction. So, in episode four, here's here's the big thing. How's it going to play out? Here, here's what uh, they're not going to break canon. So, here's the thing. In episode four, Vader tells him, "Last time we met, I was but the learner. Now I am the master." Episode four of the movies. Yes, New Sorry. Hope. A New Hope, the yeah. movie, the yep. original trilogy, the first movie ever came out. When I left you, I was but the learner. Now I am the master. Vader says that to Obi-Wan, which implies that Kenobi shows him up at some point to show him right. that something Vader didn't know. Vader learned, I was but the learner, but now I'm the master. Mm. So I think Kenobi is going to have some... They're going to fight again. Kenobi's going to have some sort of redemption, almost, where he beats... But that's how do you beat that Vader? That's the thing. With the help of Reva. Oh. Reva has a redemption moment. Yeah, maybe. Or um, with a distraction of Reva versus Grand Inquisitor. Or like Qui-Gon shows up. Qui-Gon. He's the wild Qui-Gon card. Qui-Gon might not do anything to Vader, but just him showing up and saying something. If he shows up to Vader, that could change everything. Like, Qui-Gon, when... That could bring out Anakin. Yeah, when Anakin's killing the Tusken Raiders and... Episode two, he says, Anakin, no. He hears Qui-Gon. But he doesn't do anything about it. (laughs) But but I think that's one of my favorite Star Wars moments. Side note, the music that they play during that sequence. Yeah. He's right in that Oh, my gosh. He's so angry and he kills everybody. Gosh, I love that. Yeah. Don't you just love when a character kills everybody? So Especially anyway. the younglings. Um, they announced that there is for sure going to be Obi-Wan season two. Uh, I saw not for sure a season two, but for sure more Obi-Wan. What is that? Maybe mean? a movie. Maybe mm-hmm. he shows up in a different show. Because of that announcement i don't think we get any satine action in this six yeah episodes. that might be a whole i think they dive more into that yep. later that is not something they're going to bring up now because we're already halfway through and there's been no not even a mention of that right i think uh because in their fight sorry in vader and obi-wan's fight in episode four a new hope mm-hmm. um before vader kills him he says strike me down and i'll become more powerful than you could ever imagine. Right. What he's talking about is like 
if you kill me, I'm going to turn into a force ghost. Right. So that being said, Obi-Wan needs to learn that from Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon knows how to do that. Qui-Gon is that. He's the, right. he's the very first to do that. Qui-Gon in the Clone Wars show shows Yoda the way on how to become a force ghost. Mm-hmm. So that being said, Obi-Wan becomes a force ghost at the end of episode four. Right. He had to have learned that from Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon has to show him that. Yeah. That will happen in this show. I 100% yeah. guarantee. Because with the way up. he's with the way he's disconnected from the Force right now, there's no way that he's learned that yet. Or if he did learn it, he's lost it. Right. And he's going to need Qui-Gon. So I think Vader and Obi-Wan definitely fight one more time, and I think Obi-Wan beats him somehow. And I think it is because of Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon yeah. shows up in that moment. In that dire need, Obi-Wan might be defeated. And Qui-Gon shows up, just like in the sequels, right. episode nine, Rey is calling, you know, be with me, be with me. And then right. at the end, when she's facing Palpatine, all the Jedi show up to help her. Now, yep. they didn't show up. They just now spoke it out. With but. A New Hope, that dialogue that he has with Obi-Wan, he says, you should not have come back. Does Obi-Wan find himself on the Death Star at all in these next few episodes? Because Vader is on the Death Star with him. He says, you should not have come back. I don't think so, because the Death Star is not... I know it was being built at the end of Episode 3. And it's 10 years later. the Senate is very much alive. Because Bail Organa talks about in the Senate what they're going to talk about. And True. The Senate can't know the Death Star is happening. So there's no way the galaxy even knows the Death Star is happening. That's fair. That's under wraps. Yeah, so he probably wouldn't He wouldn't know anything there. about the Death Star. Right. And plus, in episode four, when they blow up Alderaan, I yeah. feel like he would have had known something about that. Like, oh, yeah, the Empire yeah. has that planet killer. Right. He was like, no, that's weird. It's like as, as if a million voices are yeah. just disappeared. Yeah, because he was surprised. And it wasn't until they so got I think, there. I think he just meant, like, showing up. Yeah, again. it wasn't until they were being sucked into the tractor beam that he realized that's not a moon. Right. That's when he came to the revelation. Right. Okay. Any other predictions for the next few episodes? <laughs> I would like to see Reva doing this power grab where she is very powerful. They've set her up to be this power uh, monstrosity yeah. where she can do whatever the heck she wants. Right. Force push, read minds, whatever. Um, I would like to see her keep growing and being even more powerful, even though I hate that. And then Palpatine giving the call to Vader, like, yo, that one. Who's this Reva chick? Yeah, who is that? I don't like it. End her. You better kill her. And then Vader just, not not even a fight, just kill her. <laughs> Which we talked about previously, like that power grab dynamic of the Sith. And when one of them gets too powerful, that's underneath in the lower ranks, it's like, yeah, they're done. Yeah. Take them out. Yeah. I, I'm. The plot thickens for Leia. She's in rate. She's got Reva with her now. What's yeah. going to happen with Leia? Well, that's the thing. We're halfway through, and the conflict just restarted. Yeah. I did not anticipate this being a Leia-driven story. No. By any means. But it makes sense because in episode two, we were wondering, like, how does this work with him watching Luke? Like, well, now we know. Like, Luke isn't even in this. Right. This is a Leia story. Right. Which, we didn't mention this, but it brings so much more power to, A, in New Hope, Leia reaches out to Ben Kenobi in her time of need. Now we know there is a backstory. She trusts Ben Kenobi. 
So a new hope, it makes more sense that let me find Ben Kenobi. He will help us. You're my only hope. It also is a huge connection to Kylo Ren's name is Ben. Right. She named her son after Ben Kenobi. Right. That was kind of like, oh, that's cool. Like when we see episode seven and Han calls out to him and says, Ben, you go, oh my gosh, his name is Ben. It was kind of like a cool moment of like, oh, she named it after Ben Kenobi. But now you see the story and you see that he saved her. Right. It's like, that's why Kylo Ren's name is Ben. Right. So I like that. Again, this story, because it takes place in a time period where they're bridging stories, they have the opportunity and they're taking advantage of it to bring more depth to some of the storylines that are already created. Their Disney content. Yeah. The stuff they came up with. This is why Kylo is Ben. Because right. Ben saved her. Yeah, I like This that. is why she reaches out to Ben. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I like that. That's cool. That's a good connection. All right. Close well, it out. Yeah. That's episode three of Kenobi. Halfway through. What's Sean? Oh, oh, shoot. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. What the H-E double is that about? Dude. Over- Obi-Wan mentions how he remembers being taken away to the Jedi Order at a young age. And he remembers his mother's shawl. Yeah. I don't know what a shawl His father's is. hands. His father's hands. Then he remembers a baby. I think I had a brother. Obi-Wan has a brother. What? What? Obi-Wan has a freaking brother. Is it me? Is it me? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be wild, dude. I wish. Um, that would make me Obi-Wan. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, <laughs> I thought you liked me. She hates you. Uh, it's... Yeah, what's why did they mention that? Again, you said everything matters. Yeah. Every piece of dialogue counts. Especially right now where they're bridging stories. Who's Obi-Wan's brother? Right. Tell me everything about him. Oh my gosh. You were my brother, Anakin. But I have another brother. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually really good. Thanks. Um but yeah, this has been episode seven. Seven. Um Really happy with this show. Me too. Like Obi Wan show <laughs> and oh, this one. Ninety nine nerds. But uh, what what do we want them to comment? Um, on a scale of one to breaking kids' necks, how ba was Vader in this episode? Yeah, was Vader underwhelming for you? Was he whelming? Whelming or was he overwhelming? Or overwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> on a scale of whelming, what was he? Uh, any other questions? Who do you? What do you want to see happen yeah, in the next what do you few episodes? See? What do you? What do you want to see? <laughs> do you like the show as a whole? Our show, their show, their show, our show, and their show. Our show is their show. Comment something. The their algorithm guys. <laughs> the algorithm guys. Comment something. Yeah, comment what you think. Like, subscribe, please. God, subscribe. <laughs> do it, please. Um, and yeah, we will uh, see you next time. We'll see you next for time for episode four of Kenobi. Peace.